The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Welcome to the second hour. I just, I think I want to respond to that last, uh, last voice note. Uh, it's not the government that just came in, that uh, the, the, the current new government in uh, uh, the free state that gave G4S this contract. G4S, uh, this contract has been, is about 18 years, I think, in place. It's got another two years to run. Uh, this is a 20-year contract on uh, this, this prison. And G4S is, uh, uh, you know, uh, is an international company. Right. Uh, so I, I say Google them. I say you also listen to uh, the probe in Parliament around uh, G4S. But uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's uh, the the latest uh, NC government in uh, Bloemfontein. In I mean, in the Free State that gave G4S this contract. So we move. Hey, we're in the second hour. Thank you for your voice note. So throughout history. We have experienced and read about the, the spectrum of our leadership capabilities. We've read about the good, the bad, and the ugly. While we live in extraordinary times, plagued with uncertainty and pressure, there's an opportunity to change the course of a nation by changing the shape the character and the consciousness of its leadership. During our rolling coverage of Hashtag Freedom Month, we want to explore how conscious and ethical leadership has shaped our democratic journey, but also identified how we lost it along the way. Our next guest argues that conscious leadership is central to prioritizing humanity and says that all leaders have a choice. And uh, interestingly enough, Brenda Gali uh, is the CEO of uh, the Conscious Leaders and Ethics Inter- Institute. When I read your article, uh, you know, you, you make great dichotomies, uh, Brenda. When I read your article, you talk about how in 1934, Time magazine named Hitler Man of the Year. And in 2016, Americans elected Donald Trump as their president. And, you know, you say Hitler held the world stage and slashed at his countrymen. So did Idi Amin and Muammar Gaddafi. And that leads me to the first question. What are conscious leaders? Because... Some of us <laughs> are not seeing many of them these days. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning and good morning to your listeners, KG. So, um, so what are conscious leaders? Uh, when you were reflecting on, you know, uh, conscious leaders, what, what is their makeup? What is, the, you know, what is their character? Who are, you know, what characteristics or shape or consciousness do they need to have to be called conscious leaders? Well, no human being is perfect, but we all have that element of consciousness within us. And, you know, you can see the behavior of a conscious leader from one that is not. You can see the actions of a Madiba from that of a Zuma. You can see the, 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 the you know, leadership, especially if you're a head of a country or you're head of an organization, you have choices in terms of your actions, how they dictate in terms of um influencing and and helping and uplifting human beings because at the end of the day it's your purpose right mm. that that would so what you asked me what are the behaviors of conscious leaders mm-hmm. their actions manifest greater good for all and many of them are not born remarkable or extraordinary neither are they perfect but they have learned the skills to manage their own existence they and and they understand what it is being a human being 
So when men and women of great leadership appear on the scene, they come to possess an influence uh, that they really influence whom they touch. And, and, and you, so we have examples of incredible leaders who you see how they've changed society. And then you have examples of leaders who have really destroyed society. And, and the hot mess that we are in now globally uh, shows about the critical um, global leadership crisis that we have at the moment. So, I mean, you, you, you know, the, 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 the challenge with the, the perception of, of you know, uh, a so-called conscious leaders, because you do talk about the fact that no one is a perfect human being, even the people that uh, you call conscious leaders. So, you know, at what point does our sort of subjectivity end and ethics begin in determining a leader conscious? For example, there'll be many people in South Africa today who love and revere Cyril Ramaphosa. They'll say, we think he's a fantastic leader but there'll be others who will say you know he's done absolutely nothing for us and he's been a disappointment since he came into power so you know there's a degree of subjectivity there so that's why I'm asking the question where does you know our subjectivity end and ethics begin when we make a determination that this one this one is a conscious leader well you can see a conscious leader by his actions so in just to take your example of when the president came into power, we were all very excited. It was a new dawn. But look at this. Did the new dawn happen? It didn't happen. So by his very actions, by him not taking action, is he a conscious leader or not in terms of how he has dealt with certain challenges that this country is faced with? Um, you know, a conscious leader refuses to compromise on his morals and principles and he instilled an enduring culture of help and service to others. And it's amazing how when a human being, and every human being has the potential to be conscious, but it's a transformative experience. So if, if there's an absence of consciousness, and, and what, what do I mean by consciousness? It, it is recognizing and behaving in terms of who you truly are. We, we we all have that potential to be conscious. And as human beings, we are all born conscious. Mm. But it depends on what you're conscious about. Somebody can be conscious about drugs, about making money, about looting, about stealing. And you can also be conscious of an alternate reality that there is something within us that is bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, operating in consciousness is a choice for leadership. And especially given the hot mess we are in this world, when leaders are put into positions of power, why on earth do they not choose to act ethically, to act consciously? Uh, we, when In 94, we were the rainbow nation. We were absolutely celebrated by the world. Look at us now. And isn't that due to leadership and the actions of leadership? And so you you can answer that question. Is our leader conscious and ethical or not? Because by the very actions he has taken, 
look at where we are in yeah. terms of... It's a tough one, isn't it, Brenda? Because the very rainbow nation now uh, still gets lauded by some, but others are like, no, it was a PR stunt because our condition materially never changed, even uh, back then when we called it rainbow. But I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the issue of populism that you also write about. Uh, Because one of the things uh, that you say is is that, you know, uh, conscious leaders shine by example, whereas insecure and incompetent leaders hide between uh, psychophantic followers. And I'm staying with the psychophantic followers part because we are in the era of uh, populism. Uh, the Trump story and the Trump analogy uh, that you put up earlier shows just how much we, we are in the era of, of populism. So where, again, do we make the separation? Because somebody can say, you know, he's loved by the people. We've had leaders like that even here in South Africa. The people understand him. The people can relate to them. But ultimately, some of them don't show the same attributes of uh, being conscious or being ethical in the way that uh, you are explaining. So let me say to you, um, millions will follow a, a leader who will give them a dream. Whether the dream is for the greater good of humanity or not, that's the difference. So, so um for example, millions followed Hitler because he offered them um, something that that no one else offered. But mm. was he conscious? Was he ethical? Mm. Um, he and and then so a glib, highly articulate leader will will have millions of followers. Mm. Um, for example, Zuma, he's highly popular because he he knows. But was his actions ethical? And yet, there's there are leaders leaders who are quite who quietly go about doing their work without garnering much attention, mm. and and yet they put processes and procedures in place which actually change society, change government, change companies, and those leaders are not celebrated, or or, or are they? Yeah. Do so they do they come? Do they come once in a while, or can we have you know a consistent era? of conscious leadership uh, as influenced perhaps by one, uh, you know, a, a, and there's there's a trend of, uh, you know, that one being followed in that track of consciousness and, uh, you know, an ethical nature by others. Or is it a case of, you know, conscious and ethical leaders come once in a while and then the oh, others? We all have the ability to become highly conscious leaders. It's transformative. You know, that is why I started Conscious Companies in terms of building conscious leadership capacity mm. in this country that is in dire need for one. Uh, and, and it has a global track record now. But the point is, on, in May, on May 11th, we have the Conscious Leadership and Ethics Summit, which has a gathering of conscious leaders and not so conscious who'd come and the narrative of, of, of the summit um, in terms of how we can transform society is put into a paper and we send a report to to the president every year after the conscious leadership and ethics summit do we get a response no it's a new framework on how to build conscious leadership capacity in government and in cabinet uh, but it doesn't happen we do not get a response to it because people understand governance but they do not understand what consciousness is mm. because it's it's an internal process so Transformation doesn't happen or won't happen externally. It's an internal process 
and if every human being and every human being is is it has a capacity to become conscious whether you're a leader or not yeah it's a transformative internal process that one has to engage with yeah. but normally people it's difficult for people to ask yourself that question who are you yeah. so it, so when it's difficult you you kind of avoid it and you go about distracting yourself and and doing other things so if every human being can actually turn inward yeah understand i, I want to hear more something. about you know what happens at uh you know the 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 the, the framework of of the conscious leader in in the last uh, gathering that you had where where you had conversations but i also have questions for you that are coming from our listeners via voice note let's oh, hope you can see. yeah let's hope mm-hmm. you can hear them here they are Good day, SAFM. This is Joe from Pretoria. I would like to just change your question. What changes leaders from conscious to unconscious? Look at Mugabe. Look at all the other leaders. Thank you. Can you repeat the question? What, what changes a leader from unconscious to conscious? Oh, it's in a transformative experience. One has to go within, and there are processes and procedures in place. There are, um, so for, let me give you an example. Every year I have the Conscious Conscious Companies Awards, and there are leaders who who become, who do the right thing in their company. And so we award them and we celebrate and recognize them. So we take them to, a three, go put them through a process of a three-day Conscious Leadership Masterclass. And then you see the transformation. You see, because it's an internal process, they have to, they are forced to sit within themselves and 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 understand and realize who you are in the greater picture of things. So it's very possible for people to, to transform. There are many leaders who are transformed from being totally unconscious and ethical to being highly conscious. And 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 the funny thing is life and the universe. If you if you continue to not understand who you are, the universe slaps you. And then mm. when you are in a very dark space, when you have tragedy or you've lost something, then you there's nowhere else to go. So where do you go? You have to go within to, mm. to, to understand and realize who you are. And that's when the consciousness kicks in of the human being. Does it matter what your belief system is? Does it matter? It doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. Here's another it voice. Here's another voice note for you, Brenda. Good morning, KG. You know, you talk about ethical and conscious leaders. You know, the truth doesn't need to be covered up. If you, if you, everything you do is the truth. You can speak it straight forth. This is the truth. No hidden agendas. When you ask our politicians a question, Everything is subterfuge and rhetoric and things like that. And they try to justify before they make their answer. And that's the wrong thing. We need ethical leaders. And you know what, when you talk about popularism and stuff like that, I mean, our South African soccer teams are pathetic compared to the rest of the world. But yet people still support them. They still support Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates and everything. And that's popular. People will support them no matter what. 
Don't insult Kaiser Chiefs fans. <laughs> uh, do you want to respond to that, Brenda? Um, so I didn't quite get what he was trying to say in terms of ethical leadership. Y- 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 so you know, when he said he speaks about truth, mm-hmm. but and and it's easy to speak about truth. You know, I I went on a journey asking humanitarians, philanthropists, swamis, gurus, saints, rabbis, two questions. What is truth and what is consciousness? Mm. And everyone gave me different answers. So truth is according to one's own level of consciousness. You can speak truth or you may not, but it depends on who you are and where you're at in your life. Yeah, and yeah. I agree with him. We really do need ethical leaders, not only in this country globally, but and and as human beings, can we not just do the right thing? Can we not just um, behave in a way that can live with purpose and we can uplift and help and influence uh, another person, another human being, just with little acts of kindness? Even if each individual understands and realizes that his action can make a difference. Yeah. We'll be living in a very different world. So, I mean, one of the things you talk about is, is uh, and we can't ignore it, we live in this, in this world or this culture of excessive materialism, dishonest dealings, blind disregard, uh, even in organizations, right, of uh, corporate governance, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you keep getting back to the fact that even with that, you know, we lead. We still demand that leaders display courage and and vision, right? Uh, whether it be a CEO here at uh, the SABC, or you know, a, a leader in Parliament or government's leader, you know, what are the attributes then of 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 courage and and vision? We say a leader is courageous and visionary when we see what. Well, at the end of the day, what's common to every human being? Love. And if it's an intrinsic intrinsic element of a leader to love, and I'm not talking about romantic love or anything like that, but just universal, then he would want to do the right thing. You know, talking about the SABC, I was the head of SABC One programs when Simonia was there. And at that stage, and this is 25 years ago, 26 years ago, it was the golden age of broadcasting. We won international awards uh, internationally. We traveled. We did the right thing. We made money. <laughs> SABC. I mean, Simonia We Are One was a binding factor for the nation. And and because we were under the leadership of Zulaki Sisulu, he was a conscious leader. He wasn't perfect. Yeah. But he always wanted to do the right thing for the people. And, you know, it was a privilege to work in broadcasting because you actually can influence millions of human beings by the messages and the narratives you give out. Where are we now with the SABC? Isn't that leadership? Isn't that a leadership crisis? And I'm sorry I'm talking to you on SAFM, but I, I just have to say that the the message I try to say is Conscious leaders shape conscious companies and countries and organizations. If a leader is not ethical or conscious, they, we will never get this right. Yeah. And a leader can become conscious, engage with who he is, engage with and embrace conscious leadership. If you do not understand it, if you do not get what it is all about, go and engage with it. Go and get to some people 
Mm. And it doesn't matter what belief. It doesn't matter what belief system. It might work for different people, but remember, there's a oneness about us. Yeah. So, Regardless of race. Yeah. So given the society we live in, you know, that, that, that is completely disconnected and violent, right? Because we live in a very violent society. How do we then build a consensus surrounding the qualities we want to see, you know, uh, in our leaders? How do we address the checks and the balances when it comes uh, to holding leaders to account while they deliver for us the kind of connected and non-violent society that we want for ourselves? It's by changing your leadership. You have to, if a leader doesn't deliver and if he's unconscious and ethical and he's destroying a company or a country, you need to be courageous enough, you need to be strong enough to change that leadership. Um, and, and, and I don't think human beings have that courage just yet in terms of changing that. Um, the difference between a Donald Trump and a Jacinda from New Zealand, you, by the very actions of what she did in terms of being uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, um, it speaks for itself. The same with the difference between um, Madiba and Azuma. And, and let me give you a prime example of what consciousness really is. The difference between a doctor and a, and a murderer. A doctor takes a knife. No, no. And cuts his patient, right? No, I'm, think, I'm thinking of the other doctor yeah. now that we find ourselves in the midst of, you know, the the other, <laughs> you know, I mean, cause, 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 because again, for me, when you make the example of the doctor, uh, it's, it's the privilege of um, what I call, uh, you know, a qualification privilege. Because what this doctor that I'm thinking of now has taught us, that here she is, qualified as a doctor, but in the throes of seemingly, and, and she's yet to be judged by a court, but on the surface, seemingly a very dark situation uh, that takes away the ethos that we sort of expect from doctors out the door. I'm not talking about that particular doctor you're referring to. I'm just talking about the difference between a doctor and a murderer. It's the consciousness of the human being. The doctor takes a knife and cuts his patient. A murderer takes a knife and cuts his victim. What is the difference between the two? It's the consciousness of the human being. The doctor will cut the patient with care and compassion. The murderer will do it for profit and gain. Brenda, so, how, how do people get in touch with your with your institute, the Conscious Leaders and Ethics well, Institute, uh, and what I'm are sorry. you doing next? So next is the Conscious Leadership and Ethics Summit. It's very exciting. It's on the 11th of May at the venue. If you go into our website, Conscious Leadership, uh, Conscious Companies, you will, you will uh, see um, um, a registration that you can attend. So the Conscious Leadership and Ethics Institute it is in partnership with the Mail and Guardian. It's a catalyst for social and leadership change. So we have international and local speakers. We have, um, you know, speakers yeah. who, who the line are is is letting us down. Do you do you want to give us the website address? Because I also have to go to news headlines. Uh, the website okay. of Conscious Leaders and Ethics. 
It's www.consciouscompanies.co.za. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you very much. Brenda Gali, CEO of uh, the Conscious Leaders and Ethics Institute. Uh, we hope we've given you something to think about uh, as, uh, you know, uh, you go about your life and your day and uh, the kinds of uh, attributes that would make for great leadership in the future. 1032, Luanda Maome standing by.